So today on Morning Flavor Tech, we thought it would be good to look at this uh, developing story and situation. Now, you and I as uh, citizens of South Africa have until this Friday to comment on the Electricity Regulation Act Amendment Bill, which will basically allow for private producers to sell power. That's essentially what it is. It's been a process and uh, there have been all types of amendments. It, amongst many things, gives my understanding, um, at least, um, a lot of power over the national energy regulator to basically be the authority, the enforcer, the alpha and omega over this, <laughs> the, the regulations of how things will be run there. Yeah, and I mean, you, you know, this stuff can get confusing because once, once you start talking the actual acts and the Electricity Regulation Act and then the amendment to it and then the proposed what what's, it all kind of gets confusing. But in essence, what they're trying to do is move ESCOM from a one vertically integrated supplier to kind of giving us options. And options are key in a world where we need better service. Brian Kamazi joins us on the line as a tech expert, energy policy researcher as the in, um, at the Institute for Economic Justice. Brian, thank you for your time and good morning. Good morning, how are you? Very well, thank you. Um, Mel correctly said that when you're looking at the process of uh, consultation with the public and all stakeholders and amendments of the bills and the acts, it does get complicated. But in a nutshell, what direction are we heading into here? This, this is a, a type of market reform. Um, mm. Transmission typically remains within the control of government and mm. distribution is majority run by municipalities. So the idea here is that private generators would um, compete to supply power to the grid and then the transmission entity controlled by government will procure that energy, a mixture between public and private energy, and then distribute that um, to the different load centers across the country. So that's, that's the basic idea. What do we know about these private um, players and sort of just, you know, the, the, their role in this entire situation? Yes, so I think that, um, you know, we tend to be quite critical of, of, of some of their role. Part of that is that there's a tremendous lack of transparency. And that's also true of the public generators, but we, we need to move away from that. You know, at the moment, um, how it works is essentially... ESCOM is the single buyer, or the transmission entity will be the, will be the single buyer of electricity. So they put up contract. Um, what, there are two ways in which it works. So let's, let's take renewable energy. Mm. They bid, uh, government uh, determines a particular amount of energy capacity that they want to procure. Companies bid for that and then, off, then sign a contract with government and ESCOM um, to build this plant and to sell the electricity at a prescribed rate. That rate is not open to the public for viewing, um, and that those deals are underwritten by National Treasury. So if ESCOM fails, National Treasury has committed to pay those private private players. So transparency is a huge issue. Um, in this reform, there will also be a, a greater enabling of bilateral agreements, which means companies will be able to sign contracts um, with greater ease with private generators, either on site or in other parts of the country, and transmit electricity through the grid, which is still owned by ESCOM, um, yeah. and effectively still owned by us. So, yeah, I hope that that, that clears that up. Um, yeah. But part of the issue, part of the issue with private players is transparency on pricing. I guess the big question is: once these uh, private power producers come online, how much do you think we would save? Because at the same token, as the end user, we need to know: can we get a competitive price from these private private power producers? Or will that only happen through our, um, I guess, local government or local or municipal, you know, billing system? So, uh, to my view, 
Oh, Brian, your line is, is, is letting us... Uh, Brian, can you just maybe hold still or move around? You're losing power there on your line. <laughs> can, you, can you hear me now? That's yeah, better. all right, we can hear you. Okay, I'm saying actually my view is that you will not save um, on your electricity bill. In fact, your electricity bill will increase, and there's two reasons for that. Mm. One is that we're moving to a, the philosophy of cost recovery, which means the idea is that you you're, everyone should pay a more reflective rate of what it costs to produce and transport energy, mm. right? So, so that means yeah, so it, there's less of a subsidy on the price of electricity. So you're moving to a more market-related system, and the idea is that you ramp up the building of new generation assets, mm. um, which will then mean you'll have a more reliable system. That's one perspective. Yeah, that's, Brian, Just sorry to, put, to jump in there. That's, yeah. It's Melanie here. That's exactly what my question was going to be, was around the reliability of the service, because I think that's what we're all looking for, is to say, if this happens, does that mean I'm going to be guaranteed electricity mm. all the time? Oh, I think we lost Brian there. Oh, my goodness. That line is... Um, not great. Not so great. <laughs> um, but an interesting conversation as far as that's concerned, and... Yeah, I, I mean, guess that's, that's why I want to know. It's yeah. like these guys come on board. We mm. now have extra supply. Mm. Does that mean we've, we're done with load shedding? Yes, it may come at a cost, but are we done with load shedding? That's really all we want to know yeah. um, at the end of the day with all factors considered. So, yeah, it's a conversation that will certainly continue, no doubt, especially looking at the fact that currently we have massive issues with power generation. I mean, as we speak, parts of the country are load shed. I mean, it's just a, a mess. All right, but we do appreciate the time of Brian Kamazi, who is the energy policy researcher at the Institute for Economic Justice. They're based here in Joburg, and they just look at all those issues surrounding development, uh, underdevelopment, equality, inequality in South Africa. It's 10 to 9.